What is going on, guys? Welcome back to the Kurt and Bob Show. He's Kurt. I'm Bob. Wednesday, February 22nd here. Kurt, we have been hyping up this episode uh, since last week. We decided to split it into two uh, because, geez, there's a lot to talk about in the world of the quarterback at the quarterback position, I will say. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, we've been hyping up this quarterback episode the last week, and uh, I think we're ready to get into it. Um, sure. Yeah, and I guess off the top, we'll just hit uh, the two biggest stories that everyone's going to be seeing probably sooner than the the others. You know, we've got a lot of teams on the bubble or just without a quarterback overall here. So that's really what we're going to be getting into this episode is how many teams actually need a quarterback or are on the fringe with their guy. But you know, before those dominoes fall, we've got the obvious. Uh, Joe Burrow situation, which, you know, I'm hearing the more I'm listening to the commentating about it, it's half the people are, he might get the biggest contract ever. And then others are like, hey, he might, you know, take the humble Brady approach here so they can keep T. Higgins, they can keep Jamar Chase, and, you know, they can keep these linemen that they just paid for last offseason, right? So a lot of question marks around what this burrow deal will be he technically doesn't even need a deal yet he's in the same situation as tua they were both drafted 2020 so they are still on their rookie contract through this next season but 2024 that will be their okay let's see your body of work at this point and do we want the extension or not so burrow obviously has shown more than enough uh to get his deal now to a big year for him ahead absolutely huge uh especially health wise so lots of lots of questions there but um yeah what what do you what do you think bob i know we've talked about the burrow situation a little bit before and i i feel like you got i think he needs to be the one to reset the market because that deshaun watson contract never should have <coughs> happened it's the ugliest quarterback contract out there um and and i think burrow needs to reel everyone in right <laughs> and remember it's all about about the whole team of players, what do you think? Yeah, I think I think Burrow and the Bengals are kind of like tied together for, yeah. and they're going to be for a while. I think I think like he's going to be a Bengal for a while because they've had, <coughs> excuse me, they've had success. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, in recent years, the last few seasons. So it's not like they're. I mean, I think staying with the Bengals is the best opportunity he has to win you know, a, a Super Bowl. Yeah. So I think he just <clears throat> will probably need to take the, you know, the hometown friendly deal. Um, exactly. You know, stay in Cincinnati, stay in Ohio. <clears throat> but yeah, I think, uh, I mean, they got, I usually the Bengals are, they don't like to throw around cash. They don't like to spend a whole lot of money. <laughs> um, yeah, they're they're a bit more on the on the frugal side still of knows, uh, of NFL organizations. Practice facility, or they're building one right now. That's but that was you know took them this long to get an indoor practice facility in Cincinnati, Ohio. Which <laughs> yeah, like yeah. So yeah, you're you're right. I I think he'll take the hometown discount because that's that's like a true hometown discount for him. That's where he played high school football, right? Like he's right. He loves the state of Ohio. He's been in the state of Ohio his whole life. He wants to keep his boys. I don't I don't see Burrow as the you know I don't want to say he, he's he's definitely not egoless, but he doesn't have that a lot of players, you know, some running backs receivers we saw most commonly last offseason with receivers like AJ Brown uh, and Debo Samuel, right? Coming out in front of the media and saying, I deserve this money. I deserve to be number one. I deserve to, you know, twenty five. I you know, I deserve my cash. Burrow it doesn't make he hasn't made any comments like that i don't see him making any con comments like that he he's definitely aware of the situation he's in and he's aware of what everyone else is getting paid out there right uh you could even you know we could compare and contrast it to the lamar situation right uh which is right right around the corner here um but yeah i i definitely see burrow going the the hometown discount route to keep especially t higgins because i i think Jam- jamar chase to me, you always need two guys that, that can do it on the receiving, ideally three. But, you know, we saw C.D. Lamb this year. He definitely struggled a bit more, I would say. Maybe not struggled, but he 
he was getting covered up a lot easier with just him on the field, right? <laughs> him and Michael Gallup than it was when teams had to worry about Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb, right? You see that all the time in the NFL when it was just Jalen Waddle for the Dolphins last year. The only thing he could get open on was quick slants because they were triple covering him as he was the only receiver Miami had. Uh, this year you saw it when Kyle Pitts went down in Atlanta, right? Then it was just the Drake London, hey, double this guy, double Drake London, and he still played great. So you see this happen all the time. I think it's really important to keep your you know your duo together and like i said ideally a trio which they have with tyler boyd absolutely so uh i would love to see burrows obviously he still deserves to get paid paid like paid paid so i think he'll get more and maybe in the mahomes route maybe they do a long-term contract with him that's uh offloaded i was actually looking at mahomes contract i believe last week we may have talked about it where Mahomes isn't getting paid silly, silly money until 2027. That's when he's getting like 47 mil a year, 45 mil a year. Right now, he's still getting, you know, 20, uh, 28 and then, you know, 31 and it slowly scales up. So maybe Burrow does something like that. Like, hey, let's take advantage of the team we have right now and the coaching staff we have right now. And, you know, let's move forward, kind of backload my, my payment. He could do that, you know because uh, at the end of the day you're still getting paid but we'll definitely see uh, I'm interested to see if the guaranteed trend comes because that seems to be the new thing right in the last two years you're getting fully guaranteed contracts across the board so uh, it'll be very interesting and I guess with that being said I'll just pop us right into Lamar here because this is the opposite side of the coin right uh, Lamar went down with an injury at the end of the season they kept saying he was oh he'll be back he'll be back he'll be back a week's Weeks kept going by. He wasn't recovering as fast as they would have liked. And, of course, he's in his contract year two. Last offseason, like, they famously held off the contract discussion, right? Because they're like, we're going to focus on this season now. And now Lamar, uh, the word on the street is nothing official has been released. But word on the street is he's looking for fully guaranteed, like, highest paid, lots of money. And I get it because he is an integral part of that offense but it goes to the it just goes to it where maybe he do you think he wants to hit free agency a little bit like do you what, what do you what do you, if you're lamar jackson right now like you're you're in a really weird spot i feel like what do you make of this situation here bob it it throws me yeah i think he's looking i don't know i think he's looking to hit free agency and it feels like but are the Bengals going to franchise tag him? Doesn't that open up like next week? Or did uh, I say so Bengals? The Ravens. Yeah. So so <laughs> yesterday the Ravens can franchise tag. There's two types of the franchise tags though. So one could be like the unrestricted one where Lamar can still go to other – and other teams can say, hey, we'll give you – more than that and they can all basically like an nba buyout almost so yeah uh that could happen or they put restrictive franchise tag with those you've seen so many times in the past where bridges get burned with players right like absolutely players get pissed when they get that restrictive franchise tag where the team is basically saying no no new deal for you and you're playing one more year here we will you know it's it's a very uh, chess piece move rather than human, you know, human interaction move. It's it's definitely rubs players the wrong way or rubs the media the wrong way. So it's it's definitely not going to be the popular option for the Ravens front office. They'll definitely catch a lot of flack from it. And after that, I could tell you for sure Lamar will be a free agent next year uh, with something like that happening. You know, they bring in the new offensive coordinator. You, you wonder, uh, apparently Lamar wasn't very involved in the decision. That's, again, rumors. We're all operating off rumors at this point because there has been nothing out of either camp here, front office or uh, Lamar. The front office is obviously optimistic and very hopeful to re-sign Lamar, but who doesn't throw those words around when you're talking about you know a great quarterback? So uh, it's, it's going to be really interesting to see how that pans out. Let's, for the sake of discussion here, We'll say Lamar hits free agency. What do you think? What do you think is going to be going for through his mind? I've heard some Dolphins talk. A lot of Dolphins fans are like, "Oh, he could come to back to Miami because he's a Miami boy, like through and through. Uh, grew up there." Uh, I, you know, I've seen some Falcons talk as well. So both of our teams in the yeah. <laughs> in the conversation there, right? Falcons have uh, more than enough salary cap to Got a lot. pay him this year uh, if they wanted to, and not to mention. 
I don't think the Falcons are as far away as they seem. Like, I really don't. I believe they had an amazing offseason last, last year with their draft and free agency. And this year, it's another free, free agency and draft under their belt, right? And, man, if you could land a Lamar or something, let's let's put it in that situation. Would it, do you like a Lamar to Atlanta, Bob? Is that getting the Falcons uh, jersey out every Sunday? <laughs> yeah, man. I, I've been really uh, thoroughly – Thoroughly enjoying all the Lamar to Atlanta <laughs> talk. Um, and I see it all the time. I yep. see it on like ESPN, <clears throat> on like Instagram, like NFL execs think, you oh, know, yeah. Lamar is going to Atlanta. And I'm, I would love to see that because I don't care how much money we got to spend on him. We got, <clears throat> I mean, we got some young guys on our roster that can like play. Like Agreed. if Lamar, if we have a quarterback like Lamar, who is just an, like he is so elusive and such a playmaker when you have him, when you got Drake London, when you know he decides to not hand the ball off to the defense, uh, and then when you have Kyle Pitts, like you've got a good offense there, and I'm, <clears throat> and Cordell I mean, Patterson, the boy, that's a great tag yeah, team with Lamar back there. Yeah. You got two tanks that can run it. Yeah, I just think, yeah, I mean, it's it seems like a good a good offense. Now the problem is, I don't want to say the problem. But we need we need some help on on the defensive side of the football as well. Yeah, true. So, um, I mean, AJ Terrell didn't have a great season. Um, I mean, now I'm getting into Falcons talk, which I don't need. This is a QB episode, but still, like, <laughs> I would I would love to see Lamar to the yeah. Falcons. It would put us substantially closer to competing, definitely in the playoffs. If not, you know, it'll it would definitely at least put us closer. Um, a few steps closer at the very least to uh mm-hmm. to playoff contention and super bowl but, not to mention how you know which we'll get into here in just a few minutes how wide open the nfc south is looking to be as we start off this off season and you know like i said we'll we'll get into it but man lamar could absolutely he if he went to the falcons he would be the best quarterback in that division by an absolute you know a whole football field you know <laughs> it wouldn't even be close uh so that could be that could be crazy i've heard some rumble i don't i think for, for dolphins front office has shut that down uh but there's of course still the oh maybe miami then you hear commanders talk as well maybe that's why b enemy uh who oh we'll hit on here because i forgot oh we didn't touch it but b enemy did end up going with the job we talked about our last week's episode with that being the offensive coordinator position for the commanders and assistant head coach so maybe a little uh, maybe a little apprentice paddle, you know, paddle on type deal with uh, Ron Rivera and Bienemy there. So that could be uh, really interesting. But you know, I've seen Lamar to the Commanders, which you know they don't have scrubs on the offensive side of the ball either. That that would make them very competitive and arguably the best. I would say definitely the best quarterback in the division. Jalen Hurts close, but we need to you know you want to see more of course. And Lamar, we've seen it for multiple years now. Um, so. It's really interesting. I definitely don't see him touching New York, uh, which will hit New York here. But yeah, Lamar. But to pause on the enemy, the enemy, real quick. Yeah. Why? So going to the Commanders, what? Uh, we'll see how he fares. I mean, he doesn't really have a phenomenal offense there, but he is no longer in the Kansas City Chiefs organization were running an offense i say running running loosely because to be honest did he really call that many plays for kansas city offense like as the oc or was it andy reed calling the plays it's it is interesting because andy reed gave him a lot of credit for the super bowl but you wonder if that is a yeah. good old if like it's a good old boy system of hey this is my you know it's like peyton manning giving adam gase a lot of his credit for his success and then you know seeing what that happens um I think it's I I think it's it's like I said it's got to be a multi-year kind of future promise right because the enemy is not getting any higher than offensive coordinator in the Chiefs organization because Andy Reid is having way too much fun he's not going anywhere for, for for a long time so maybe he is trying to get into the head coaching swing of things Ron Rivera he's been around a long time you know he's flirted yeah. with retirement a bit. I believe he even took the year off right uh in between he battled cancer there yeah. i think is what yep. is why he needed to take a year off yeah so. exactly so so ron rivera you know he's definitely you know he's he's 
far past his, I would say, coaching, not prime, but his young days of coaching, right? Ron Rivera, you never know. I'm sure that decision's on his mind with his family. Uh, but that's that's always something. And then that's that was what I that's kind of what I'm saying with Lamar to the commanders, right? Maybe they told Bianami, maybe they're like, listen, things because NFL execs are the people who actually know what's going on. We're just commentating on the rumors and tidbits we get, right? So maybe this Lamar situation is worse than it's made out to be in Baltimore, and they know he's hitting the free agent market, and they're telling you, saying, hey, Eric, come over here, man. You're gonna have Lamar. You're gonna have Scary Terry, Jahan Dotson. Curtis Samuel, you're gonna have the boys here, so maybe maybe that plays into it. Uh, we'll we'll definitely see. Lamar's gonna be a big question mark. I I have a gut feeling that it's gonna be one of these exciting question marks that everyone gets hyped up about, and then like a week before free agency or right when free agency hits, he's just gonna re-sign a four-year deal with the Ravens, and that's that. So this could be bait. It could be bait, and there's just. There's more going on behind the scenes with just the contract negotiation. You know, maybe Lamar is committed to the Ravens. They just need to get the number right. Uh, lots, a lot to to be seen in this situation. And free agency is not far away, folks. Next week is the combine, and two weeks after that, I mean, a week and a half really is the start of free agency, the tampering period, uh, where the tampering period, as we all know, is when all the deals actually are publicized and and going out. So. Uh, there's going to be a lot of Lamar talk the next two weeks. I think we've, I think all the bases could that are possible we've covered, like Commanders, Falcons, or re-signing with the Ravens. I see those as kind of the only three. I couldn't picture anything. I couldn't picture Lamar to the Packers. You know what I mean? Like there's there's certain other situations of teams who do need quarterbacks but may not be the right fit for Lamar. So it'll be really interesting. But um. You know, with that, Lamar and Burrow going to be a fun storyline over the next two weeks to see what cash comes out of it or if any cash comes out of it. So let's uh, let's hit some of the other quarterbacks here because, man, we have got a lot of teams that are in need of their guy or they're on the fence with their guy, right? So let's let's hop right into the NFC South. We'll do the Falcons home division here. So we've got the Atlanta Falcons who. Desmond Ritter has showed he was serviceable, right? Solid enough. He can play football, but is he Trevor Lawrence, Joe Burrow, Lamar? Like, no, probably, probably not. But you still, you want to see more, right? He only got what six games, right? After Mariota just kind of disappeared, so maybe um, I'm not even sure if it was six. But yeah, exactly. It was, yeah. So uh, the I still think quarterback is something the Falcons will look at, even though they do have a guy who was. I'd, I'd say it's still testing. He's still a rookie, right? He hasn't played yeah. NFL players. I, I've seen this in the past where NFL players call other players rookies until they've played their you know first 16 games. It doesn't matter if you come in at the halfway point. Until you're 16 games in, that's when you're you're not a rookie anymore. So I've, I've seen videos of that in the past. Of, so Desmond Ritter, still a rookie, I would say, through and through. And, you know, some promise because we've seen a bit of him. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers talk about high and dry. Uh, Tom Brady's gone. They had one of the worst rushing off. No, the I think the worst rushing offense in the NFL last year. They did not have a single running back. I saw this stat the other day. Not a single running back in the backfield average over four yards a carry. That is abysmal. And they had a they had a great offensive, a top ten offensive line, but no run game. So it. It, it was, you know, maybe they're great at pass blocking, and that's why you're having 45-year-old Brady throw 52 times a game. But, you know, I, I definitely think that made Brady's decision a lot easier, how how just terrible the Bucks were on the offensive side of the ball, uh, whether he was throwing 50 times or not. So that's a big question mark there. And then we've got the Saints, who have no first-round pick because they traded it to the Eagles last year. So the Saints have no first-rounder, and they've got – I think they're done with Jameis. I think the Jameis experience is done from the publicity around that. It doesn't seem like that was a great relationship or great inner working there. So we'll we'll definitely see they – or sorry, you know what? They have the Broncos first rounder, don't they? Because they traded Sean Payton technically. So they lost theirs. Oh, yeah, they yeah, did. Yeah. So they lost theirs, but they have the, the pick that the Dolphins would have had from the Niners. So that – that is that pick has gone through five different teams in the last twelve months. It's crazy. So, 
Saints do have a first, but it's very late. I believe it's 29 because it it's where the Niners, it was the Niners' original pick. Uh, and then we have the Panthers, who Frank Reich said something, uh, and I'll, I'll need to look it up to get his exact quote here. He said something about the quarterback position here, about not, you know, he's not, uh, I believe it was about Derek Carr. So it was that they're not ready to talk about, you know, anything like that. Uh, let's see. Panthers coach Frank Reich, non-committal. Yeah, just very non-committal on his word with Derek Carr. Derek Carr, he's going to be a big domino to fall here, but I don't think any of the NFC South teams. That's that's what it's looking like, at least. So You don't think Derek Carr's going to any I, NFC South? Is that, is that what you're saying? I think he's right I, to the Jets from the sounds. Of you the think league. so? I, I yeah. mean, obviously, he's going to quote from Derek Carr's brother, this free agency, he's going to enjoy being a free agent and you know go with the whining and dining and all of that fun stuff uh but to me Derek Carr is not like a you know Aaron Rodgers type or Lamar type free agent like I don't know if too many teams are you know jumping over each other to wine and dine you know Derek Carr here maybe if if you think it's close um I guess. I mean, I could see the see I could see the Bucks trying to do something because, I mean, who do they have? Kyle Trask. Yeah. Like, dude, that's bad. Yeah. That's really, really bad. Yeah. I could see the Bucks trying to do something. Honestly, I don't see the Panthers doing it as much as Baker Mayfield has become so phenomenally irrelevant, and Sam Darnold is just so <laughs> mid. It's like. It, honestly below mid like it, they're just so the quarterback position and they might is, as well stick in, with in, sam like they might as well because i don't know yeah. if they have another option like it's <laughs> it's just it's just become it's yeah i mean you might as well stick with he's he's bare I, I wouldn't even call him serviceable yeah but sam darnold is i guess so let's let's look at the panthers half then, decent because they've, they've got sam darnold right and they also have the ninth pick in the draft uh the ninth pick is a little awkward i would say in this year's draft uh because i i don't the more i'm looking into this quarterback class and the more i'm seeing the more question marks i'm gathering because to me bryce young definitely i would say one one but also what everyone is saying size 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 right he's six foot one 190 oh excuse me six foot 190 so you know, he's he's definitely on the – he would be on the very smaller, like Kyler Murray type almost, uh, probably an inch taller than him in the NFL. And if he went to, you know, a Bears or a Texans or a Colts, you know, they need offensive line help. So that could be a concern maybe for those teams. But then you look at C.J. Stroud, and, and I find it really hard to just say bona fide, absolutely NFL talent, all because of one game against Georgia that you have a month and a half to prepare for, right? That, to me, those it doesn't sit right. It's He was abysmal for a whole season against Big Ten teams that were far inferior to the Bulldogs. And sure, after a month of preparation, he did look amazing. He looked amazing against UGA. I absolutely understand that, but I... I don't know how much stock you can put into one game over, you know, two years of pretty, eh, like pretty eh quarterback play. So at nine for the Panthers, I don't think you're touching CJ Stroud or Bryce Young because they are going to be the top two, even though I do have some questions on them. But do you, does Frank Reich, you know, the guy who's had four free agent quarterbacks in the last four years, does he finally just say, screw it, I'm going to get my guy. I don't care if it's Anthony Richardson, Will Levis, Max Duggan, Hendon Hooker, I don't care who it is. I'm getting a quarterback at number nine. Like, do you think the Panthers might force it? If it is if it is anyone, it would not be anyone other than the two that you just talked about. If you wouldn't got CJ Stroud at nine, I don't think that would be the worst thing in the world. I think that's great. I think he's, he fell to nine. I, yeah. I, I also I agree. I agree yeah. with that. Anyone else you are wasting a first round pick on. Will Levis, not good. Yeah. Anthony Richardson also not good. Not I good. don't know who is telling everybody that Anthony Richardson is good. I think if he comes I think to the Falcons. I'm going Willis. to be mad. I, I really think I'm he's go- this year's Malik yes. Willis, where the media is hyping him up. But and I like don't Zach see, Wilson too. Yeah, Zach Wilson exactly. was the same way. He threw yeah. one meaty deep uh, ball exactly down the field, the and everyone was like, oh. "Yeah, yeah." Oh, I like, mean, even he had me. He had me 
like also I was on yeah. the Zach Wilson like Falcons drafts out Zach Wilson train because of that throw. Oh yeah, and One then of my friends was too. ever since then, <laughs> I, like last year, I was I was kind of on the Malik Willis train over over Desmond Ritter, and now I've learned my lesson. No, Anthony Richardson. No, no, don't do it. No. Oh, but but he's six foot. He's Cam Newton, bro. But he's can't. That's what everyone's saying. Just because. Just because he's big, literally, just it's it's like the opposite of Bryce Young, right? People have question marks about Bryce Young just because he's small, just because he's small. But people have seemingly, oh, coachable, no question marks here with Anthony Richardson just because he's big, right? So it's just it's the opposite side of the coin where it's like, what are we doing, guys? Like we can't we can't criticize one quarterback, uh, Bryce Young, who quite honestly had one receiver this year and that was jameer gibbs who was also his running back the uh, alabama offense was brutal to watch this year uh but bryce young made the most of it absolutely and you know i definitely think he's extremely talented but you know he's just he's very small and then you've got anthony richardson who just was quite a horrid like he was the leading heisman candidate week one because of that utah game he had where he actually never threw a touchdown pass it was all the running plays and scrambling plays around in the pocket and i, believe, I know I was so mad at cam rising cam yeah. rising should oh, he literally too. threw a pick at the end of that game well, i was so mad because i wanted yeah. and i think that's utah that's utah's fault too because they got stuffed on the one twice running the ball that game yeah so they forced the throw there they they totally forced rising to throw i hated that oh, too. i hated that so too. stupid uh utah's the top four team if that game never happens i fully fully believe that um <laughs> but it is really could have it probably ruined their season yeah. yeah oh absolutely like absolutely but you know anthony richardson oh he's 6'4 236 we can coach out the interceptions and horrible reads and overthrown slant routes if anything he reminds me more of like you know bad carson wentz that's what anthony richardson reminds me of just misses <laughs> just puts nuclear bombs on five yard throws that don't need that much effort just running around trying to make a play at all times turning it over getting sacked like i just i cannot i cannot sit here and be on the anthony richardson hype train just because he's big i can't do it and i know a lot of guys will hop on the train and a lot of guys will be on the same train as us where it's like how can you ignore you know these horrible games against very bad talent too it's not like florida was playing alabama tennessee uga this year right i mean they they did play uh tennessee and uga but they got smoked by both of them uh so it's not like they kept it close at all right so I, I can't stand the Anthony Richardson hype train. I don't think he goes anywhere in the first round, but, you know, can't. we'll see. He we, can't. If we'll he does. See. Mock draft season's going to be fun this year because. Getting clowned it, on. Yeah, it, it's it's crazy. So you, I, I really think, and with all this talk, I think moral of the story is there are two answers at the quarterback position, possible answers, asterisk, in this draft uh in the first round at least we'll definitely get into it when we get into mock season going down the charts and looking at some of these other guys as well uh but you know there's two answers and there's about 12 11 or 12 nfl teams that need a quarterback right so we need the Derek carr domino to fall lamar we're gonna assume in this scenario just re-signs with the ravens so the nfc south is you know in the running with the jets to fight for Derek carr uh We've got Rodgers, who is in his darkness retreat right now, and will come out on the other side with, you know. We'll have decided yeah, we'll where have he, what with, he wants to do. Exactly, with, with whatever he wants to do there. So, you know, respect A-Rod, whatever, whatever he wants to do, just, hey, whatever. Do your thing, and then just let us know when you're ready. <laughs> we, don't, <laughs> we don't need to overhype the talk about it. Um, but, you know, those are the two big free agent dominoes to fall. But after that, like you've got i've seen jimmy g right jimmy g i i we've seen the best of jimmy g jimmy g honestly i could see so many of these quarterbacks go to the go to the bucks i could see any one of these quarterbacks go to the bucks and and will. try and fill in because jimmy g sat under brady at, in new england i think i think jimmy g wouldn't be the worst thing ever to happen to the buccaneers yeah i but also, is for. Brock Purdy the 49ers' answer? So, and that's the other thing, too, is the 49ers, they're not touching the draft or free agency because they need to figure out what's going on in their own building. They got Trey Lance and <laughs> uh, Brock Purdy to decide between for their, you know, 
for their organization. So we, and they could honestly get value uh, for both. From, yeah. They could get value for Jimmy yeah. G and Trey Lance. But I don't think you can give up both of them. Yeah, it's we have so many question marks this offseason at the quarterback position. It's not even we haven't even touched an, a, any of the AFC teams. That being the <laughs> the Colts, who have no one. They got a brand new head coach and the offensive coordinator, the Eagles. They've got the fourth pick in the draft. I find it hard to believe that they won't either trade up or make sure you know the teams in front of them aren't taking their guy because if they. You know, they might want to start building something again in Indy. They have a lot of great pieces to build around. Uh, they got a new coaching staff now who's not an ESPN anchor. So we love to, you know, we love to see the Super Bowl uh, offensive coordinator getting his time at, at head coach. He, you know, being an offensive minded guy, he's going to want his his dude. You know, he's going to want him. He's going to want to pick, pick his guy, um, you know, we haven't touched, like I said, Raiders, Colts, Texans, the Titans, the Malik Willis is clearly not the answer. He came in a couple games last year and personally god awful. I think he, like <laughs> like you can't you, you can't play like three and a half games and fumble the ball six times. How does that even happen? How does that happen? So it's I Malik Willis is far from your answer. Tannehill is far from your answer. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see if they continue to just ignorantly smash their head against the Ryan Tannehill wall and say, he'll do it for us this year. He'll do it. Like, <laughs> I I just can't oh, see geez. the Titans doing it. Like there, there's no way. So there are just so, so many questions here, but the only two that I think are going to get their answer through the draft are the Texans and the Colts, because they have the number Texans have the number two overall pick and the Colts have the number four. And, you know, the Texans also have the 12th overall pick. So if they get scared about what Chicago's doing and they buy into this Justin Fields trade talk, maybe the Texans are the ones to trade with the Bears and say, hey, just just move. Like, get out of our way. We'll give you the 12 and the 2 to go up to 1 so we can just get our guy and be done with it, right? Maybe the Texans freak out a little bit. We've seen that in the past where teams over overestimate on draft day just to get their guy because that it, they are so sold on, on it. So it's going to be really, really interesting to see. What do you... What do you think as the Texans and the Colts? Do you think it's a very clear Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud? I feel like it's the only way it could go, right? Either either direction. It's going to be hard to tell. Which yeah. One. I mean, yeah, the Texans, it's, I mean, it's just, they're just, a, it's just bad over there. It's yeah. just really, really, I'm really excited. bad over I'm there. I'm excited for the Texans because their defense was <laughs> solid. But yes. they absolutely have no answer at the quarterback position and receiver. No, I think receivers a question mark too because Brandon Cooks was trying to cry his way out of their know. midseason last year. Mechie will be back. I don't know. I don't know if the Colts will. I don't know if they'll draft a quarterback. I don't know. I. Jeez, I have to. no they, idea. They, they've tried to answer. Do they? Agency for four years and what? What has it been for them? It's been. Uh, let me let's think back on the Colts history here. It's Philip Rivers. Remember Philip Rivers ended his yep. career in a Colts uniform. We had was it just Philip Rivers, Carson Wentz, and then Matt Ryan? I swear there was someone Nick Foles. No, too. there forced Nick Foles in there last year too. There was um, jeez, oh, who was it? On. It wasn't Teddy Bridgewater. It was. Oh, Sam oh Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby oh, Brissett. you're right. You're right. Jaco- yeah. Jacoby Brissett. That's why he got the backup job in Miami because he looked okay in Indy. Yep. I, yeah. So you're right. Yeah. Honestly, go back to Jacoby Brissett <laughs> yeah. at this point. Like, no, it's, and, and Jacoby, he's going to be a free agent apparently for the Browns. I mean, maybe someone takes Jacoby Brissett and says, this is our answer, right? We've got Jacoby and Jimmy <sighs> G out there. It is it's it's going to be crazy because to me I only see two answers at quarterback in the draft in the first round again asterisk I I think there could be some late round guys we might get a a similar draft to 2012 where there's a couple third third round guys who are going to start and make a name for themselves you never know I I like some of the depth at quarterback uh, this year but um, if we're just talking first round and free agency we're we're really grasping at straws here. And there are too many teams that need quarterbacks. Because if you're the Saints, let's move to the Saints now in the NFC South, right? Mm. What in the heck do you do as the like the Saints? 
to me, uh, last year, I remember we had, this dis- <laughs> we had this discussion last year at the Saints. They felt like they were rebuilding, but they also had a great core, right? This year, I think it's just writing on the wall. They are rebuilding now. The Saints are going to blow this thing up because, you know, they're losing uh, C.J. Garner-Johnson. They're losing Michael Thomas. They have no quarterback answer. They've they've got holes on the offensive line. It is it is looking messy in New Orleans here. Of course, we still have all the dominoes to fall uh, in free agency, and they could answer some of those question marks. But it's it's looking tough if you don't get a Derek Carr, who was the original. You know, the Saints tried to trade for Derek Carr, and Derek Carr actually declined the trade because he didn't want the Raiders to get anything out of a trade. Right? Derek Carr wanted to be a true through and through free agent. So yep. we're going to see if Derek. I mean, didn't he publicly say he was going to deny every trade? Like yeah. He was like, yeah, I'm he, not, he I, I will refuse said, to I be traded. To, yeah. He's, he yep. came out publicly said, I refuse to be traded. I want to be a free agent. So the saints, I'm sure they're still hoping to land him. Uh, another free agent quarterback. We haven't talked about Geno Smith, technically a free agent. And in every statistical category, he was a top 10 quarterback this year. And it's, and it wasn't even, there's no discussion. There's no, well, but like he was a top 10 quarterback on a team that everyone thought was going to be the number one overall pick this year after trading away Russell Wilson, right? Like nobody had expectations for the Seahawks and there they were in the first round of the playoffs. It just like, oh, hey, that yeah. that team should be picking number one overall. What happened? <laughs> you know, like I yeah. hand up. I said that I thought they were going to be the worst team of the year last off season. So uh, I did say Bears too. So I at least got the Bears right. <laughs> but, but <laughs> I said it was going to be Seahawks one and Bears two, but it is the Bears. I was one wrong about Seahawks. Far from it. I think I was wrong about the Jets. I had the Jets being just terrible again. Oh, I've, I had them just being I've, absolutely. They got so many cheesy wins and they were terrible but they were like <laughs> like nine and eight i think or eight and nine whatever they finished um i know they started no that's right they started five and two robert sala said the whole oh keep those receipts keep those receipts for the jets and then the jets finished the season seven and ten so the jets ended their season going two and eight so i, th- I think you're right I, th- I still think you're right you, they are terrible they just got some <laughs> early juice from you know Brees Hall, uh, Garrett Wilson, right? They, yeah. got, they got some good rookies. They got some good weapons out there. I think the Jets can be a lot scarier this year, but last year was too soon, way too soon for how young they are. Plus, they had is. so much turmoil in the locker room oh, with Zach bad. Wilson just being a scumbag. Well, and how like, many? They went through three different quarterbacks last year, too. It's never you yeah. know, making the playoffs doing that. So. You know, to me, Geno Smith, I, I don't think he is a domino to fall because I think it would be silly for him to go anywhere but Seattle. St- yeah, stay, I was about to say he probably unless unless the Seahawks did request specifically request Drew Locke in the Russell Wilson trade. Do you see Drew Locke able to sneak his way no, in no way. if if the Seahawks can't retain Geno? <laughs> no way, because because I no? I, I think. Last season, we still thought Geno Smith was bad. Last off season, yeah. right? We still thought he was. Horrendous. I thought Drew Locke. So, I literally thought Drew Locke was going to be the no, starter. I, for I think Seattle. everyone did because they specifically requested him. And after seeing the preseason, like I remember, I watched the preseason games for the Seahawks because it was the first half. Uh, Geno Smith was getting the touches, and then the second half, Drew Locke would get the touches, and then they would switch it the next week. So the Seahawks were actually a fun preseason team last year because you had a full on quarterback battle. And Geno Smith absolutely blew him out of the water. I think Geno was phenomenal this year. Much respect to him. Uh, he was, you know, he was dead in the water for so many years. People forgot he even existed. And he came in and was a top 10 statistical quarterback. So, man, oh, man. Seahawks, I think you have to keep because the Seahawks still, they've still got some question marks too, right? They can definitely keep building. Uh, Pete Carroll's is I don't think he's slowing down. Pete Carroll seems to get younger every season. I don't know how he does it, but Pete Carroll's out there having a great time. The Seahawks were competing this year. Get another free agency under your belt, another draft where the Seahawks, they, they're going to have a pretty nice draft here this year. Uh, they've got all those picks from the Russell Wilson trade last year. They're picking fifth overall this year because they have the Broncos pick. How crazy. They were in the first round of the playoffs, and they get a top five pick this year. Uh, so the Seahawks – 
are they're looking they're looking up i i think the seahawks are a lot of fun not to mention the lions as well with a number six overall pick because of how bad the rams were this year the seahawks and the lions are two teams who surprised everyone this year and they still are picking very like high up in the top 10 so these teams can can build a bit so that's why i'm on the keep gino and keep jared train i think you keep jared for another year right worst case you get into next year's loaded quarterback class, right? Absolutely worst case. Um, so it's going to be really interesting here. I, man, there are, there are so many possibilities. Where What do you think the Jets' answer is if they don't get Derek Carr? Because that's why I'm so adamant on thinking Derek Carr could go to the Jets because I don't, I don't know what else they would do. And they need something. They can't keep riding with Zach Wilson or Joe Flacco. They can't do that. Yeah, I don't know. Jimmy I think G? That they've... Jimmy G to the Jets? I don't know. Oh, Would so we bad. see a Geno Smith? I don't know. I see because you th- you're so like ironclad on Geno yeah. to the Seahawks. I, I mean, Geno wants to be there. He does. Like, exactly. Like, they gave him it's his not career like he wants back. To... I think it's a it's like a Burrow hometown situation. Like to Geno, that yeah. feels like home now. I feel you. That, yeah, he's gone through Gino, so much in his career, and to finally get into the top ten at, on a team that was supposed to be terrible, like that means so much to a dude and a coaching staff. I I don't see how they could get rid of him. I just yeah. I can't see it. But you know, there is the business. There is the business side of the NFL that always kills the the happy. Do we think? Sometimes. Do we think Matt Ryan is completely? Just yeah, he's done. He's, he's done. He's out of the equation. But there's no way you can play another season after what just happened. And there's no way. <laughs> it was like it was like watching. A... But like, but we saw Joe Flacco. We've seen Joe Flacco. Yeah. Literally, not even resurrected. Just like kind <laughs> just of, there. kind but, of find his way back. But you know, Matt a little Ryan bit. doesn't want to just exist. Joe Flacco's just chilling. J- Joe Flacco is. <laughs> is just laughing and like bringing his kids into the office to get autographs from NFL players. Joe Flacco's just there for a good time. He's, <laughs> he's in New York. He's, he's living it out. You know, people see him on the street. Hey Joe, what's up, man? Nice Super Bowl ring. So I don't see Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan. I actually saw something on him today about a broadcasting career, uh, possible reported 10 hours ago, Matt Ryan, very interested in a broadcasting career. So perhaps that's the route he goes. Uh, but I, there's no it was it was like watching two school buses you know in a fiery car crash (laughs) last year like matt ryan was just getting killed back there and the colts yeah just stood there with blank stares like okay come on matt do something you know you know what i mean (laughs) the the meme of someone poking a dead guy with a stick like come on matt do something and you know he can't because he's just on the ground because their offensive line help wasn't helping him out jonathan taylor had a down year their receiving core doesn't exist uh, the Colts are, man, there, there are some dumpster fires that need to be put out this off season. Cause the NFL is, this is the most scrambled. I, I think I've ever seen, uh, an amount of teams in my life. I, I cannot recall teams that you expected to be in the playoffs and teams that you had literally, you said no shot. We're going to be in the playoffs. Yeah. That is what happened this year. It was like literally the Seahawks, the Jets. Like if you look at some of those teams, and even the Giants. Like yeah, you look at you're like, whoa, what the heck? How did these guys end up? You know, being semi decent and even above that. Like just and then and then like you look at the Broncos just being horrendous and the Mm -hmm. Colts, who literally people were saying Matt Ryan was the solution. I was one of those guys. I was like, Matt Ryan's going to help them compete for a Super Bowl. Like unbelievable yeah. year just it, it was didn't an make unbelievable any sense year that has panned out now into an off season where the top of the league is so immensely far from the bottom if you look at the we'll just say that the last four teams in the playoffs if you look at the chiefs eagles 49ers and the bengals those four teams are years ahead of Let's go down. We'll go down the list here. The Saints, Panthers, Texans, Falcons, Buccaneers, Packers, Commander, you know, Jets, Raiders, Titans, Colts. There are some absolute dumpster fires that need to be put out here this offseason. This is a huge offseason for about a third of the league. And I don't know and if like, there's going to be Think about to go the around. Rams, too. The Rams need to figure something out with them, too, because they just yeah. won a Super Bowl. And all of a sudden, they were just terrible. Yeah, like, they lost of course they had everybody. A, yeah. But yeah. but it's one of those things where I, I still think you're right, where 
yeah, they lost everybody to injury, but mentally and morale-wise, you know, I mean, Sean McVay, he's coming back. So are, are the Rams just going to pick it up? Because even when they were fully healthy, they looked like a shell of themselves out there. Uh, it was still the Cooper Cup show, which teams, after getting gashed by it for a year, caught on to a little bit. He was still phenomenal, but he was definitely getting doubled and tripled a lot more uh, than the than their Super Bowl run. But uh, there there's a lot of questions here. And let me pose this one to you as well, Bob, because I forget. So the New York Giants have a huge next two weeks. If you're a Giants fan, you're rocking back in your seat waiting to see what happens because you've got Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones. You only have what one doozy, you only have one franchise tag to put on one of the two of yeah. them. On top of that, Daniel Jones's camp now, so Daniel Jones's you know, friends or whoever's leaking it, are now saying that Daniel Jones, after one day good i would say it's a good year but he wasn't by any means top 10 in my eyes but after one good year daniel jones is now going to demand 45 million a year are you you (laughs) i didn't see that that's laughable that that's it's unbelievable i'm like whoa danny dimes let's let's slow your roll here everyone was happy for you and respected that you finally got a good team around you, but now all the reports, uh, if you Google his name right now, you're going to find article after article of Daniel Jones seeking 40-plus mil, Daniel Jones seeking 45 mil, Daniel Jones seeking this, um, you know, maybe a non-exclusive franchise tag uh, so he can explore the free agent market and get humbled and then come back to the Giants, right? Because last offseason, the Giants declined his player, his fifth-year option. So the Giants have to pay Daniel Jones now, or they have to let him walk. And is Dable so in love? I let him with walk, Jones? dude. Like, is he that in love? Because can't be. He can't be. You can't be. You get you get Saquon because Saquon has actually proved himself to be a quality, a really, really, really good running back. Actually, not even quality. Yeah, he was top Daniel five Jones has shown top three, nothing. Top three. Nothing. You don't. You do not sign Daniel Jones. You don't waste your money. Now, I mean, he could end up being a you know a pretty decent quarterback potentially, but I mean, you Saquon has literally just. I mean, he's confirmed his status after the year that he had this season. When I thought he was going to be not great. <clears throat> yeah, and rumors are for Saquon too that he's looking to hit free agency. Like he wants it. So, what if the Giants don't Jeez. get either? What if the Giants don't get? Either? You know, I agree. With, I agree with you. I think they should franchise tag Saquon and say, "Hey, yeah, we need you. Let us figure this. You know, let us figure this offense out another year. We've got we got something good to build on. You know, the Giants had a lot of injuries on the offensive side of the ball last year, so you know they were definitely hindered. They showed some hope. Uh, they beat the fraudulent Vikings, which everyone were calling fraud since like week six. So I don't know how much draft stock I put or how much stock I put into that because then they got murdered by the Eagles the next week. Uh, that was the only playoff game I turned off at the second quarter because it was just depressing. It was like 24-0 in two quarters. Every time the Eagles got the ball, they scored a touchdown. Every time the Giants got the ball, they scored a punt. Uh, so it, it was absolutely brutal to watch. So who knows? Maybe the Giants don't get either, and Dable just starts this franchise off from scratch. Because yeah, Daniel Jones, like he he was good. Like he, he in sixteen games, he had thirty two hundred yards. He had fifteen touchdowns and five interceptions. To me, that's not enough to just uh, slam your fist on the table and say I deserve forty. Like let's slow down. Uh, this Deshaun Watson contract has ruined so many quarterbacks' mentals out there because. The Browns organization has just screwed teams uh, into thinking that this needs to be the new norm for quarterbacks. But Daniel Jones, to me, is a very team-reliant quarterback. Uh, So I think he would want a good team around him, and I don't know if the Giants have enough cap space to do that and pay him 40-45 mil. It seems absurd to me. So the Giants, you know, 9-7-1 and last year, it's not even like they were, you know— they were like twelve and five, or any, you know they. We've got question marks still about the Giants. We we still have question. They did a good job, but the NFC to me is just so, so I don't know bad. 
I guess is the word to say right now. And when you look around, do the Cowboys stick with Dak Prescott? In my opinion, you can't. Like, you need to swallow the pill and say, he's just not going to be the guy to do it. Let him, you know, let him walk. Let's, you know, trade. Let's get our guy, someone up there. Apparently, Jerry Jones on his radio show has been raving about Bryce Young. So maybe the Cowboys give up their entire franchise to the Bears to trade up to the number one overall pick and get Bryce Young. That would be a headline for the ages. Um, the Commanders, they don't have an answer. Heineke and Carson Wentz, like I said at the, at the start of the season last year, are pretty much the same quarterback and Heineke's a little bit better I got clowned on for that take so bad and I was so right so screw you uh everyone who clowned on me for that one uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> but man the, the NFC it's hard to put my finger on what's what, what's more of a mess here Bob like I th- the NFC if pull up pull up like a standings chart of the NFC right now just the NFC overall and just look at all the teams that you just truly can't get behind. I, honest to God, in the NFC, the Lions make me feel more comfortable than 70% of the NFC here. We've got yeah. the Cardinals, the Seahawks, the Rams, huge question marks. We've got the whole NFC South, which is Falcons, Panthers, Saints, Bucks. Huge, huge question marks around all four of those teams on what they're going to be doing moving forward here. And there's only so much to go around this offseason. This isn't the deepest free agent quarterback market like we had last year. This is not the deepest quarterback draft class. So there's there's going to be some teams that go without an answer. The Raiders GM, actually, I'll, we'll do this as our, our next one here. The Raiders GM, he came out and said, you know, the Raiders might not have a immediate answer at the quarterback position. They're not comfortable commenting on you know an answer because they're really not sure uh they don't have a you know great draft standing so i don't know if they'll take their guy they're at seven so so seven's just the awkward it's like the panthers you're in an awkward spot where the top two guys are going to be gone bryce young and cj stroud and after that you're gambling right with other players that are there are some great talent in the first round this year that are going to be better than guessing on a quarterback i think um, there's some great linemen, some great corners in this draft, a couple of great receivers and running backs. So, uh, you know, how much do you value the quarterback position is going to be a huge question on draft day. Uh, but, but man, like what, what, what do you think about the NFC? Did you take a look at just all the question marks there? Like it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's looking like literally the NFC West, like it, it, Except for the 49ers. I mean, and the 49ers is still yeah. not even it's a it's like a question it's like a iffy question mark because we don't know what they're gonna do at quarterback. Like yep. the NFC West literally last year we were talking that the NFC West was a lock for like the, the best division in all of football. Yeah. And it has turned out to be not even close to being that. It was just okay. like I don't know, man. It was yeah, I looked at that looked at that list and was just like, dang. Yeah. NFC <sighs> so tough nfc north like the lions are are if you looked right now the lions might be tied i'd, I'd love to see the odds on that uh i want to see if those odds are even released on who's going to win the division next year probably not because it's too early but the lions to me especially pending aaron Rodgers, right uh the packers also have some notable free agents coming up here adrian amos being one of them i believe they've got to pay uh one of their corners as well uh alexander jerry alexander so they've got a, a couple question marks on top of quarterback there, but it is going to be an action-packed offseason with how these teams decide to answer. Uh, what do you say? What do you say to? Let's just take. Let's take all the teams here. Jacoby Brissett, if he's a free agent, where do you think he fits best? Like, what team could make Jacoby Brissett work to get to nine and nine and eight next year? Just just over the hump. Dude, I don't know. Do I, I'd say NFC South, I guess, but I don't know. I don't even know about that, man. Like the Buccaneers, even with Tom Brady, were just not. Yeah. Just, I don't know if any NFC South team is is gonna be able to throw Jacoby Brissett out there and compete. I don't. I don't know about the Colts either. If you look at the Colts, like 
for some reason, I can just I just see Jacoby Brissett in a Colts jersey because I mean I did see him in a Colts jersey. Fair. So it's just like it's one of those Maybe things where it's back. like. Yeah, I, I don't know. He could go back to move forward, and it, I mean, who knows? Maybe Jacoby re-signs with the Browns just on a veteran year and says, "Hey, I'm good being a starter. I just want to kind of stay here as backup." Because statistically speaking, Jacoby Brissett was actually very efficient last year when he did start in lieu of uh, Deshaun Watson's suspension there. Yeah, but moving forward, the Browns are absolutely committing to Deshaun here. And the Browns, they yeah, need to, to. Com- they need to compete now. They've got Joe Burrow possibly. And I'd say likely Lamar Jackson and then Kenny Pickett, who had a pretty good showing last year in their division. So the Browns, they're going to have to figure it out. Um, I, it's funny to me that it seems the most secure division at the quarterback position is it's I, it's going to be the AFC East and the AFC West and the AFC North. Right. Those are the three most secure. Everybody else, yeah. it doesn't. There's at least two teams that don't have their guy or might need to roll. Uh, if you're the Vikings, you kind of have to stick with Kirk Cousins because, quite honestly, he may not be Joe Burrow, but he's also not Zach Wilson, right? So yeah, those, sometimes you just get stuck having to he'll do to to keep the the serviceable good veteran, right? Um, Daniel Jones, I think, is going to be in a similar position. He may test the free agent market, but there's I don't see him getting forty forty five mil anywhere. No it's, shot. Nobody's going to pay him that. It's yeah, stupid it's, money. It is silly, silly money to be asking for Jimmy G. That's another you know another free agent that I. I feel like we've seen as high as Jimmy G can go, not to mention we've only seen him in a Shanahan system, right? And we've seen what happens to quarterbacks that leave a Shanahan system after being in it, right? Uh, So sometimes it doesn't work out great when you just go to a standard, you know, a traditional offense after leaving Shanahan, who's just so, so genius on the offensive side of the ball, especially at the quarterback position. So Jimmy G, I have a hard time seeing him... He will be in another uniform, but I have a hard time seeing him in another, you know, is he a Panthers, you know, temporary Band-Aid? Is he, is, are, are people going to tank? Here's, here's a good question. Are people going to tank for Caleb Williams? Do you think there's going to be a team out there that just says, screw it? Let's go into this season. Like, we'll use the Raiders, for example, just because the GM said he doesn't see a, quote, immediate answer, right? Let's say the Raiders just go forward next year with Jarrett Stidham and just say, "Hey, do the be- do the best you can. Let's let's get it out there." And what if what if they tank for Caleb Williams? I don't think tanking is a is a thing. It's obviously a topic that people always get into. And Caleb Williams, after this year at least, and his time at Oklahoma, is seems like he will be the bona fide number one overall pick next year already uh you know this has been said before and people have eaten crow on it right spencer rattler and sam howell were supposed to be the number one overall and number two overall picks in the 2021 draft that obviously did not happen but caleb williams he looks phenomenal so where do you where do you see the the 2024 could you see anyone tanking here for for such a talent in caleb williams or uh, he feels like a Cowboys guy to me. He came out today in the media, Caleb Williams, and said he wants to play for the Dolphins. So that raised some question marks for me. I don't know why he did that. but <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he goes to the Cowboys. I think Jerry Jones is in love with Dak Prescott, and they just can't. <sighs> and Dak Prescott's in love with the Cowboys and Jerry Jones. It really is. It's the it is, but I think you're stuck with it. You're stuck with it. So yeah. I don't think that. I mean, maybe they maybe they have him sit under Dak, but he's not gonna. Dak's gonna be around for a while, so I don't know. I hope not, for the sake of my dad. For like, I I, <laughs> I can't keep watching him go through all this pain, and for the sake of some of my other friends who are Cowboys fans, like it's it. They're they're never bad, but they're never gonna do it, and you know that. I, I've. I've never betted more confidently against the Cowboys as I did in that 49ers Cowboys playoff game. I was like, "Oh, you know, put the mortgage on the 49ers to win this one." Like, yeah. <laughs> like you you know when the Cowboys get to their ceiling and their peak and Dak Prescott having an almost perfect game against a dilapidated Tampa Bay Buccaneers team the week before, you knew it was going to fall off a cliff the next week because that's just what the Cowboys do. That is that is how they operate. So 
there, there's a ton of a ton of question marks to go around. Free agency is going to be huge. We'll definitely have a lot of free agent talk uh, next week at other positions because we have definitely covered every free agent quarterback that could be possible this year. But who, as the Falcons GM, Bob, you're the Falcons GM, what do you do at quarterback this free agency or in the draft at number eight? Do you maybe trade up a little bit? Are, are you? What are you feeling as a Falcons fan at the quarterback position? Give me your, your just personal insight there. I would say if Omar's available, go get him. If he is not, Agreed. stick with Ritter. Don't draft a quarterback at eight. We got our the needs to fill. Let's look defense. Hopefully somebody – half decent will be there at eight um i mean there should be yeah. but they just geez, won. I, mean. I, I think the falcons won too many games this year i really do. i was telling my, my my friend blake yeah he's a, he's a big falcons fan and he was like dude the falcons could make the playoffs if they upset here and win this game with and i'm like blake stop you don't want the falcons to win right now you're okay with drafting high you're <laughs> oh dang it i guess i'll take bryce young you know like you're you're okay with yeah. that <laughs> you know obviously the objective is is never to lose but the falcons they had a couple good upsets this year you know i remember the 49ers they won uh you know they i think they beat the seahawks early on as well and then ended the season with two wins so they definitely took themselves out of the quarterback running in the draft, I think, because they need all the pit, all their picks, right? There's, I don't see a world where the Falcons trade up for a QB this year. There's, there's no way. Nope. And I also don't, I don't love anyone but Lamar too. I, I think I'm with you there. I'm just, if you can't get Lamar, whatever, just go next. You know, move forward. With, Stay with Ritter. Move forward. With Ritter's Ritter. like Walmart, Walmart Lamar. Yeah, like. he is <laughs> exactly. You know he he did he did his best last year. He let's see, like he had four games played. He had zero interceptions, seven hundred yards, and two touchdowns. So I mean, hey, you can build on that a little bit. You got you got weapons. Uh, you'll have Kyle Pitts back next year. Who hopefully, you know, I if I think if anybody was happy to see Mariota go, it's Kyle Pitts because my gosh, he was so underutilized. It, and Mariota would miss him on wide open deep route. There were every Falcons game. I caught myself watching Kyle Pitts is running a beautiful deep route and Mariota just throws it out of bounds or throws it 10 yards in front of him. And Kyle Pitts just throwing his hands in the air. Like what is going on here? But if I'm a quarterback this year, I definitely think my favorite destinations would, would be either the Falcons, the Raiders and I'll uh, this makes as me, much as you hate to say I it, the Jets. To, uh, yeah, you know what I'm I knew say, it. Yeah, I knew I, it. I hate to say it because the Jets are the worst team in the NFL. They always will be, even if they win a Super Bowl. In my eyes, uh, I, I can't stand them. But they are a top three destination this year, and it's going to be really interesting to see the dominoes of Derek Carr and Aaron Rodgers fall because that's going to be huge. We've got Lamar. You know, everything we can talk about right now is strictly speculative, speculative, and I hate it. I hate that we can't <laughs> we can't be certain because right now it feels like the sky is falling. Like it feels like the quarterback sky is falling. All these teams need quarterbacks. It's all over. But at the end of the day, it's the NFL. They're gonna figure it out. Any given Sunday, these teams could just show up week one this next year and absolutely ball out but if i'm a if i'm Derek carr i would love to be wine and dined by arthur blank in atlanta uh if the, if new york or uh even well the raiders definitely won't work out uh, but final thought here that i'll give you bob does aaron Rodgers go to the raiders does he come out of the darkness retreat and go back with his boy Devonte? <laughs> I would I would love him to, I, and I think he might. I think honestly, it's a fifty fifty shot at this point. He, he can go either way, but I think he's either going. And I don't see why he wouldn't go to the Raiders. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say yes, and he's going to go with Devonta Adams. I would and love to see that. They'd be immediately. I, I think yes. Hardcore. Yep. I think yes. Because if not, the Raiders have to do have to throw out Jared Stidham, and that's not going to like. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I think it's going to happen. Bob show. Kurt and Bob show confirm Aaron Rodgers is going to the <laughs> Las Vegas Raiders. 
I just got off a phone call with him the other day. Uh, <laughs> yep. That's that's got to be it. Uh, we will keep you guys posted as these dominoes fall here. And any closing thoughts or, or questions that, that you have for me, Bob? I don't think so. We talked about a lot today. We talked about a lot more than we said we were going to yeah, talk about. It was, it was just a whirlwind of, of quarterbacks. Yeah. So I hope you guys followed with us there because there is a lot of moving pieces as you can All tell. over the place, man. The picture will get a lot cleaner as the month goes on because right now it is just a quarterback fire. If quarterback fire drill. That's what's going on right now uh, is nobody really knows anything, but – you know, in a simple, boring world, Daniel Jones just goes back to the Giants. Lamar goes back to the Ravens. Rodgers stays another year with the Packers. And then Derek Carr goes to, you know, either the Jets or maybe Tampa, like you were saying. And then, you know, Jimmy G and Jacoby just take take up a Carolina job uh, or a Saints job, something like that. And then we get Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud to the Texans and Colts. That is the boring narrative right now that is, quote, likely, that just everyone thinks is going to happen. I'm glad we talked about all the other alternatives, and I hope it's one of those because yeah. no, no, one, no one wants the boring story to play out that way. We don't, we don't want restricted franchise tags and guaranteed draft spots and everything we want we want some drama and some entertainment there's a reason they're not a sports organization they're an entertainment organization right the nfl is ever-changing and we cannot predict it so we'll be hitting you guys with more free agency talk gonna be a lot calmer next week because it's gonna be just purely good skill position free agents there's a lot of good guys on the market this year that not in the you know to the contrary of the quarterback they're going to hit the open market and there's going to be teams openly bidding on them there won't be this franchise tag war and contract war that's going on behind the doors a lot of these guys know that they're going to be free agents so it'll be a lot of fun to see what happens but until then uh we will keep you guys posted with any information that we get yep we will see you guys uh hopefully next week peace